Okay, we're going to begin. This is a news story. Um, it's a rum life in France in 2020. This story written in July. It's called Experiences of MOT Testing in France. Before we go any further, don't forget that I live in a rural area. I've always been a country bumpkin, if you like. I really cannot imagine this sort of thing happening in any town or city, even in France. Off we go. Firstly, it's not an MOT test. The correct term in France is control technique. It's a control. Like the UK, it is government controlled and follows the EU regular updates, etc. Even so, it is not as strict as in the UK. It has not got that direct connection to the fat controller as is rapidly becoming the scene in the UK. We've been very lucky here in Varennes. Philip, a member of one of the three Boule de Four societies in the town, has been the headman at our local CT station for several years now. I can give you a couple of incidents to show you how Philip had a keen interest in the welfare of his clients and their cars. Episode 1 was about three years ago when Ruth's little Renault 4L needed a test. Uh, control. <clears throat> oh yes, I'd better mention here that in France CTs are on cars are only every two years and there are no controls on motorbikes. Commercial vans and lorries have their own annual control. It so happened that a few weeks before the test date I'd managed to do a Tarzan act in our garden and dislocated my left shoulder and upper arm. I had it in a sling for a while but even without I was under orders not to use the arm for some time. Consequently I could not do any work on, a, on the car before its control. Ruth had been complaining for some time about a loud knock or sort of bang every time she changed gear. On arriving at the CT station I apologised to Philip and explained that I had not been able to look at the car before its test. But Ruth had said there was this noise. He did this and that and then took it over the pit. And after a couple of minutes he called me over and showed me how the gearbox was swinging about in front of the engine. Four L's have the gearbox in front. And it was only connected at the bell housing. It was not a great problem except whenever she changed gear. And it swung about a bit more and clouted the front subframe where it should have been attached. Just fix it he said, in French of course, and I went home with another two-year ticket. The next time was this year. We have a long-suffering 1997 Peugeot 806 diesel uh, with a huge mileage that we use as the everyday car. Andy, our friend from England, had put a clutch in it for us some years ago. It was a pig to do, and he's not been back since. I did get the local garage to fit a new timing belt two or three years ago, but the advisories from the last control meant that I had several big jobs to do before this year's test. Hence, 
my visit while passing mentioned in the wine story. If you haven't heard that, then uh, I'll point you in the right direction. In January 2020, I set to and fitted two new front suspension arms with new bushes, new discs and brake pads, and four new tyres. All done on my new car workshop area under the trees at the bottom of the garden. On rather than in, as it is a raised area giving access to the underneath of the car. When finished, I took it round to Philip. Oh yes, I'd thought as the mileage was so colossal, and when one accelerates hard, you cannot see the car you have passed. It's a good idea to add some of that injector and fuel line cleaner you read so much about. But perhaps that had not been such a good idea. Philip struggled for almost half an hour, trying to get it past the emission test. He revved it here, and he revved it there, changed the settings on, comp on his computer time after time to try and find a formula it could get past. Afterwards, brakes, no problem here, then over the pit, where Philip was not too happy to get a stream of hot black engine oil down the back of his neck. He came storming out and shouted me over, Look at this lake of oil on my floor, he said, and then went on to explain he had almost as much down his neck. There's a big leak, he said, looking like thunder. He did not notice all the good work I had done on the front end, all those hours of struggling to try to get bolts to go where they did not want to go. You can have a two-year ticket for this heap, but after that, if it gets that far, burn it, crush it, give it away, but don't bring it back here. Now Philip has retired. Controls are going to be far less amusing in the future. By way of a postscript, the car has done several thousand kilometres since that control and I have not had to add a drop of oil. I really think it took exception to Philip's long time revving and revving to try to get it past the emissions test. I, of course, I normally drive it very sedately. There we are, the end of that little story. Brought to you by Cracker Books, written and read by Keith Sanders. Uh, if you want to read more stories, have a look on Keith Sanders is the storyman.wordpress.com. Uh, more free audio stories on this Buzzsprout site. There's videos to watch, all kinds of subjects. Keith Sanders, the short story man on YouTube. You can buy a book with all our stories in, the ones written so far. Um, three books available uh, to download on the internet. They're not expensive. Um, have a look. They're, most of them are quite amusing, like this story. Uh, have a look on richardkeithsanders.sells.com. Thank you for listening.